and welcome into another Pacers podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. It's crazy to believe that the NBA season is less than one month away. Opening night for the Pacers is one month away, and media day is just next Monday. I don't know about you guys, but it felt like this offseason just flew on by, and maybe that's just because things don't really start to quiet down, at least for us writers and reporters, until July, late July, maybe August. In case you missed it, maybe you've been at the beach, tuned out the Pacers, whatever your reasoning is. Anyways, I've taken a new job. I'm still covering the Pacers, but now my writing can be read at theathletic.com. Late in August, we launched The Athletic Indiana, the local site as part of The Athletic. Along with Stephen Holder of the Colts beat, Pete Sampson had been covering all things Notre Dame. And there will be more writers added, so stay tuned for that. But right now, it's just us three at The Athletic Indiana, all part of The Athletic Umbrella, which is a really cool thing. If you haven't heard of it, haven't seen it, haven't checked it out, why not? Go check it out because at this point, we basically cover all sports. It's a subscription-based website, but you clearly get your value out of it. It's none of the ads and pop-ups and terrible experience. It's a great experience, and I know they use the tagline, and some might think it's corny to fall in love with the paper again, fall in love with your sports section again. I truly have because of this. I'm reading more and more, and it's not just because I worked there. I signed up myself all the way back in October of last year. It's a great group of writers, and I'm honored and happy to be on board with such a great place. It's a place that values its employees, features a rock star lineup, and all the new hires are not yet official, but they are big. We'll have a reporter covering every single NBA team. There's already NFL teams. If you like NHL or MLB, there's writers for those as well. So for less than a latte a month, like that's like five bucks, right? You can come here for about $3.99, $3.50, 3 bucks, depending on what deal you can find. You can get all the content, Indiana content, the entire site all for less than a latte a month. So go to one of my stories, sign up, and you are good to go. There's even a seven-day trial. If you're hesitant, you're unsure, you're not sure what this thing is all about, go there, sign up for the trial. If you don't like it, go ahead and cancel. All I ask is that you give us a chance. And I've already written about Aaron Holiday. I've written about Victor Oladipo hosting his teammates to Miami, Lance Stevenson winning a championship in the local Pro-Am, hosted by the Teak family, and his thoughts before he headed out permanently for this season to Los Angeles. And most recently, you can read my Q&A with Kevin Pritchard, the Pacers president. He's been on the job more than a year now. And then here soon, we'll get into doing mailbags too because I want to answer all of your questions. And one of the refreshing things I think about The Athletic too is the comments section. Something we all avoided, maybe closed, maybe it was banned on sites. I know on mine, I didn't really use them too much. Well, at The Athletic, it's really just a fun, ongoing conversation with your diehard fans rather than your trolls, rather than the negative comments from people that are just trying to bring everyone down. So I think that's another big thing that you will like there. And since my last podcast, so much has still happened with the Pacers. We know the regular season schedule, the preseason schedules have come out. The preseason's a little bit different this year as the Pacers have four games, only four. That's a good thing. And one thing I think season ticket holders will like is that all the preseason games are on the road. And I think you guys will like that because it means you're not paying a regular season ticket for a preseason game. Pacers will play in Houston, Memphis, Cleveland, and Chicago. The middle two of those games will be on Fox Sports Indiana. The last one in Chicago can be seen on ESPN. The Houston game will not be on TV. Their 82-game schedule features 12 games 
on national TV. That's easily the highest number since I began covering the team last year. One game, right? December 13th, Paul George return here to Indianapolis. That was it. This is a joke, but I know the franchise doesn't really laugh at it, is that the Summer League team in July in Las Vegas, after their second game, had already appeared on national TV more than the Pacers did during the regular season last year. So Fox Sports Indiana will have 78 regular season games, plus those two during the preseason. Another story I covered was Victor Oladipo hosting his teammates down to Miami for a week of training, bonding. He brought in a speaker. They did top golf. They just hung out throughout Miami, having a good time and just enjoying this offseason with one another for a week. The only player that didn't make it was Boyan Bogdanovich. So that's pretty impressive in its own right that Victor, who organized this entire thing himself, was able to get all but Boyan to make it to Miami during an offseason One player had just celebrated a birthday. Another had just came back from vacation. It's not easy for their schedules to overlap. Victor, who actually wanted to do this last offseason, he was able to make it work. And something we'll be following closely starting next week with media days and all is the East. Eastern Conference, since LeBron left and went to the Lakers, it's wide open after Boston, I think. We expect Kawhi to be healthy in Toronto, but nobody knows for sure. He's in a contract year. He's got a lot to prove, but maybe he doesn't want to return to Toronto, or maybe he loves it. That's a question we want answered. I personally didn't really like Philadelphia's offseason. Have they improved? I'll be watching that. Also, I don't know if you saw this, but I did tweet it out. J.J. Reddick admitted on his podcast that he was hours away from signing with the Pacers on July 1. He spent more than 20 minutes on a phone call with Coach McMillan. He considered his role, which he said would be off the bench, and he actually looked forward and considered the thought of playing lots of two-man game with Demonis Sabonis, who's a rising star in this league. So that certainly would have been an interesting signing and a good one, I think. It would have been about the same number. He took just a little less to stay in Philadelphia for one more year. And shortly after, the Pacers came to terms with Tyreek Evans, who, assuming he's healthy, I think feels more of a need. He's a ball handler. He's a second playmaker on this team. J.J.'s a lockdown shooter, though, and a quality leader as well. Another thing that happened during this offseason, Coach McMillan got himself a contract extension after being promoted a couple years ago to head coach after being the associate head coach on Frank Vogel's staff. He got a promotion, a multi-year contract extension, so he's not entering this season as a lame duck type of coach, type of season. That's not good for anyone. They gave an extension to Frank Vogel previously. Nate got one, and I think what he's done in the first couple of years has proven worthy of it. How about this nugget I dropped in my last piece? From Paul George's last season in Indy, that was the 2016-17 season, just two players remain. Can you guess them? Miles Turner and Thad Young. Even more telling is this. Of that roster, Eight players not only are on different teams, they're not in the league anymore. Some of them don't have any gigs. Some are still seeking gigs. A couple are interested in the G League, and at least three of them have signed overseas in China. So eight players from a group of 16 that year, Paul George's last in Indy, are not even in the league anymore. I was stunned by that. Something I looked up and double, triple checked to make sure I had as accurate. Another thing that happened, as I reported, Ben Moore signed a partially guaranteed deal. It's for one year. He's a guy that went undrafted last summer, was in camp with the team, then played 
in Fort Wayne with the Mad Ants. And then midway through the year, he signed a two-way deal with the team, but he only appeared in a couple of games. More, by the way, active right now. He's playing with USA Basketball's qualifying team for the World Cup. That group, of course, is coached by Jeff Van Gundy. Only 12 players were selected out of a group that basically consists of G League players. Another guy that you guys would recognize is Bryce Alford, the undrafted free agent. Steve Alford's son from UCLA, he's a part of that group as well. And as we look forward to camp, which begins in less than a week, teams can bring as many as 20 players to camp. They currently have 14 players under guaranteed contracts for next season, only three with guaranteed money after next season. So they have those 14 players, plus Ben is on a partial guarantee, Two two-way deals are already used, Edmund Sumner and C.J. Wilcox, and then undrafted rookie Elijah Stewart. That's 18 guys. They could fill those two more spots. It's still to be determined whether they choose to do so. Pritchard said in comments to me that he actually likes a more efficient, a smaller, more intimate training camp. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if they just stick with those 18. We'll talk with many of those on the team Wednesday as the team holds its annual golf outing, which benefits the Pacers Foundation. It's a fun little gathering. Kevin Pritchard will talk to sponsors and those that help support the team and the foundation and are willing to give back. We should hear from Nate McMillan and some other players. Typically by that point, by Wednesday, most if not all of the team should be here. So it's an exciting time around this Pacers team, and really just to be an NBA fan. I'm thrilled and excited for what's to come. I mean, this is probably the most anticipated season for me as it revolves around the NBA. I mean, there are so many storylines. you got the Golden State Warriors, the Lakers, Houston, and will they have a chance to contend, or did they miss an opportunity last year? Gordon Hayward, the Brownsburg native, returning. He says he's 100%. Kyrie Irving, he is back. He's in a final year of his deal. Will he want to stay or will he decide to go somewhere else? I don't think anyone can pretend to even know what Kyrie is thinking, but it definitely is fun times to be around and covering the NBA. Up next, later this week, I'll post a podcast with Cody Parent. He's the director of Pacers Gaming. They recently concluded their first season competing in the NBA 2K League. It was the inaugural season, 17 teams, and since that time, several more teams have been added to the mix. Unfortunately, though, they did not qualify for the playoffs. Now, we'll talk about that, talk about the season, what Cody learned, and what he looks forward to. It's also noteworthy because they have one of the top draft picks coming up next year. But before I go, I want to give a big thanks to my audience, whether you were just a listener whether you're also a reader of VigilantSports.com, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate your support, and I hope you join me over at The Athletic. The podcast will continue, tweets will continue, duh, but my writing can now be read at The Athletic. Some things don't change. Don't hesitate to reach out to me with any questions that you may have about my move, about the Pacers, etc. You can do that either on Twitter, at Scott Agnes, or via email, Scott at VigilantSports.com. And if you could do one more thing for me, I'd really appreciate it. First of all, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast, especially via Apple Podcasts. You can also do it on Stitcher, on Google Play, your platform of choice. But also, if you could take the next step, go on to Apple Podcasts, take the 10 seconds it takes to leave a review. Leave five stars. That's what is needed for this podcast to grow and for it to reach even more Pacer fans like yourself. I really would appreciate that if you would take 10 seconds. Once again, thank you, and I'll talk to you again later this week.